In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk with Reggie Black about building a culture that truly cares about the customer. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 139. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Plusky, and I'm here today with Reggie Black. Reggie is the CEO of BetterWay Health, a high-quality supplements company that focuses on customer service. They have a very interesting approach on calling customers and talking directly to their customers after purchase. It's something I don't hear very often from e-commerce brands, so I think it's very interesting and everyone should have a listen. So let's get into the interview. Hey, Reggie, how you doing today? I'm wonderful, Charles. How are you? Good to, yeah, I'm doing good and good to have you on the show. I think um, this is an interesting topic where it's not talked about very often, right? On kind of focusing, you hear, and we do a lot, right? On talking to folks from on here, talking about growth and marketing and that side of the business. But, and that's all kind of the top, right? Of getting the customer. But I like the idea of focusing on the customer after you've, actually acquired them after maybe as they made the purchase during the purchase process and what that looks like and how to kind of improve that. So I think it's super under, um, under talked about topic. So definitely interested on this one. So your background, so you guys, um, CEO of better way health, you guys sell supplements, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I know you have a big focus on the customer service aspect of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we we really focus in when I took over the company, we had about 50 different SKUs and products and we took that down over about a year period to just four products and now we're up to five. So we're very focused on the products that we carry. Just we want to be true experts in knowledge of those products. And then um, we really focus on the customer service side, the customer experience side. I mean, that's one of our core values here at the company is creating amazing customer experiences. And our goal is like to get the customer to say, wow, like I've never experienced anything like this before. So we we almost backed into that. You're mentioning before about the marketing and the growth and everything, because, because the product is such a high quality, we have really high margins. It costs a lot of money to make products that are that quality. So I didn't really know any different when I started. I was just thinking, oh, like everybody pays this much money for supplements. And so there's not a lot of margins to really go out and spend, spend, spend and like acquire all these new customers. So we really had to focus on keeping the customers that we had. And now I think everybody's playing catch up a little bit as costs of Facebook customer acquisitions and Google ads and everything is really rising. People are starting to realize like, oh, it's so expensive now and that space is getting so crowded to acquire new customers. We got to figure out how to keep the customers that that we've acquired. Yeah. I mean, and if your product is a higher price point, right, you have more margin to play with and you can basically just outbid the next, you know, the next company over there. Right. So that's kind of the other, the, the, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, less and, I, and, fuzzy. and I meant high costs. I mean, our products, like our cost of goods is crazy high compared okay. to other companies. Not sorry, not margin, but <laughs> okay. Um, well, hopefully margin, low too. margin, low margin. Okay. But yeah. it's high cogs, a lot lower margin than, than a lot of people in the supplement space. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, because the products are such high quality, they cost so much money to make that we just don't have a lot of room in there. So, when, so when you're once talking we acquire the customer, we make the money getting them second, third, fourth, fifth order. Yeah. And I mean, so I buy supplements too online. It's one of those things I've 
you know, jumped around and then I find something I like and I just stay with it for years. And I've done that too. And once you like it, um, literally I have like the link saved my phone and I'm like, oh, I need more. And just like, but I, I know. And it's like, they don't sell on Amazon. They sell, it's a very specific site. And I know this is like where I go and this is what I buy. And it's like, this is what I do. Um, so I know, I know exactly what it's like, right? Where once you do find something you like and they ship well and everything kind of works together nicely, you just do the same thing because it is a consumable product, right? So you constantly, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like buying a new mattress where you're going to buy one and 10 years later buy another. Like you're going to buy them every 30, 60, 90 days if it works for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we've, because of that, we've really started to focus our business on subscription and that's worked really well for us. Uh, over the last two years, we tr- actually transitioned and migrated from Magento over to Shopify specifically for the reason of just being able to get up spun up on subscriptions faster and easier with recharge. And once we've done that, it's just been, it's been amazing for the company um, because you wake up and there's a bunch of subscription orders like in the beginning of the day, you know, it's nice to have and it makes it easier for the customer. They're not running out of products, makes it easier for us. It's, it's predictable um, and it's consistent revenue. And, you know, for them, it's like, Oh, did I, did I order this product? It just shows up when, when they're almost out of their, you know, their bottle. So it's nice. They don't have to have the, the link on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> like you got, you know, their mind like, Oh, I'm, I'm running low. Let me keep ordering. Like once they find something they like, they can just set it up and, and forget about it. Yeah. I like that. So, but when you say yeah. focusing on the customer, how do you actually do that on a, on a subscription? Right. Because I know my, my protein powder site, I've never talked to them. I don't call it, they, there's not much there. I just kind of buy it's the little link in my phone. How do you kind of have that customer experience? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, we have a, our customer service team is in-house. So we have some amazing customer, we call them ACEs, amazing customer experience specialists. Um, that's what their job is, is to just create that amazing customer experience. So when they sign up for a subscription, we are, we're calling them. We're going to pick up the phone and call them or text them just to make sure, you know, Hey, thank you so much for joining. I'm here for you. Um, they're automatically assigned to a preferred rep. So if they call in or deal with somebody, then that person, we, we automatically assign them in Zendesk as their preferred rep. So they get comfortable. They build a rapport. That person knows we're taking notes about that, that conversation or anything that they put in their notes or if we've texted them back and forth. So we're kind of keeping a customer profile about them uh, for future records or future conversations. And then we're going to call them right off the bat um, and just talk to them and make sure that they're set up on the proper subscription. They've got the right dosage set up. They really understand what the, the, you know, the product is doing and, um, and how it can help. And then we're encouraging them, hey, reach out to us. If you've got any questions about the product, most people have never heard of beta-glucan before, our flagship product. They don't know what that is. Um, it actually helps like increase and make your immune system smarter or boost your immune system. So there's typically a lot of questions that come around with that. So we'll, we'll, we've created um, pretty long engagement sequences with lots of videos and information and research and science and interviews with people to educate them on the product. But then we're also proactively reaching out for people that come in online and sign up. But we actually do about 40% of our business over the phone. Wow. So a lot of people are, they have a lot of questions and we're, we've got the chat pop-ups, right? And they're like, Oh, well, I actually did have a question for you. And they're writing and I'm like, we'll say, Hey, can, is it okay? Can we jump on the phone? Can we talk? Um, and we've just found that that creates a much better customer 
um, our AOV over the phone is like 330 bucks compared to online is like 160. So we know if we can get that customer on the phone, it's, it's double the, uh, the AOV and it creates a, a longer, uh, a higher cu- customer lifetime value as well. So all of those things, those, those high touch points and really explaining the product and, and those things, um, create that, that customer experience for them. Wow. Okay. So you call every, every subscription. So somebody goes, they buy, check out and they get a phone and their phone just rings. Uh, not immediately. Okay. Right. But within 24 hours, okay. we'll call them. Um, if we don't get in touch with them, we'll send them a text. Just let them know, Hey, we're here. If you've got any questions, text us, call us, email us, whatever. Um, but we just want to make sure again, that those subscriptions are set up right, the right interval, the right dosage if they had. And then, almost always people will have questions that they just didn't ask on the website. They just kind of went ahead and bought it. So they'll go ahead and ask, and then that'll spark a great conversation that we can then do some more education about the product. Today's episode is sponsored by Drip. Drip is the world's first e-commerce CRM and a tool that I personally use for email marketing and automation. Now, if you're ever in an e-commerce store, you need to give Drip a try, and here's why. Drip offers one-click integrations for both Shopify and Magento. There's robust segmentation, personalization, and revenue dashboards to give you an overview of how your automation emails are performing. One of my favorite features of Drip is the Visual Workflow Builder. It gives you a super easy way to build out your automation world visually and see the entire process. It lets you get started quickly, but also build very complex automation roles. It's powerful, but also easy to learn, unlike a lot of email tools that offer the same type of automation. To get a demo of Drip today, you can go head over to drip.com BOE. That's drip.com slash B-O-E. Now, onto the show. How big of a CS team do you guys have? Um, we have four people four here people, in right? house. Yep. Four people, and they're able to make all those phone calls. That's a couple hundred you- calls a day, man. Outgoing, yeah. And then, of course, all the inbound calls, too. Yeah. So, this has been yeah. most of the time, basically. They're really just hammer on the phone. Okay. Yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. How did you guys even start that? Because I feel like just having one person just kind of filled those phone calls, that must be a, that's a high volume right there. Yeah, it is. Um, we started when I actually started working in this business, didn't know anything different, right? It was an e-commerce business, but 80% of the orders were coming over the phone. So a lot of older people were just like calling because they had questions about the product. And, they wanted to know about the it. Phone, just make they sure I understand. More- you guys don't have a brick and mortar. You guys just people, they go over the phone because they went to the site. They saw like a number somewhere on the site and they're just dialing. That's right. Weird. All right. So they go to the web to yeah, find the phone crazy, number right? to call the website. Yeah. Okay. So we've made a lot of improvements to the website, put a lot of content on there, and we've gotten that. You know, we've we've really grown the company over the last five years. It's like 10x in revenue, but we've also brought it down to 40% instead of 80% volume on the on the phones. But we're still, again, like because that was in our DNA, and we just really want to create a great customer experience with them. Uh, just want to talk to the customers. Just want to make sure like we're, they know that we're, we're here for them, that if they got questions and, um, or if they need anything, if they need to change an order, if they, you know, we need to update their subscription for them because they just want to call, you know, maybe they're like, oh, I just remembered I'm on my way home from work today. And um, I know I need some more beta glucan, but it's just easier for them to call like while they're driving home They just dial it up and we're like, yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll swap out the subscription. We'll have some there for you uh, on Tuesday or something, you know? Yeah, so, that's a different model. I feel like most people are trying, they're trying hard to do literally exactly not that. The opposite. The, exactly yeah. the opposite. But the thing is, once you get someone on the phone, like closing a sale 
is a lot like objection handling, right? Like it's something that your website, you have to try to do, but you're trying to just get all the objections ahead of time. Right. And someone might have some objection that's completely in left field. Like I'm, I don't, I can't even, I don't even know the objection in your case, but some objection that you would never even think of. Right. And you can't just like list out his, like his FAQ There's 300 different, you know, 300 different objections, read them all. So like at some point, especially supplements, right? Like people are physically like ingesting something. So like you might have some questions and you're not just going to want to read through like pages of, is it okay if you're pregnant? Is it okay if you're like, you know, just had the surgery, yeah. just like thing, like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, can I, I take it with my water? Can I take it with my coffee? Can yeah. I take it with a, a Whopper? Can I take yeah. it with a kale? You know, it's like, yeah, all those things. Yep. So, th- so basically yeah. you can like objection handle just like on the fly at that point, instead of trying <laughs> to like make the site objection handle, you can just do it. Um, and I like the AOV, right? Like, so average order value, it's just going to be higher at that point. Cause then at that, right. You could say, Oh, do you like the, uh, uh, glutamine? Was it, we also have the, uh, other, you know, glutamine. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And that's great. And they go together and, and something basically you're upselling Basically it's upsell software, except with a human at that point. That's right. Yeah. Hand to hand combat. So we're cross selling, we're upselling. And then we're, you know, if they're not, if they came in and just tried it, then those people, it's like, okay, we, we really are going to try to convert those people to a subscription after they've tried the product. Hey, you've tried it. You like it. It's working. It's great. Let's save you some money by getting you over here on a subscription and make, you know, make everybody's life easier. You won't run out of it. So those are things that we're, we're doing a lot of hand-to-hand combat with our customer service team. Do you guys do any sort of um, metrics on, so let's just bolt it. So AOV is one thing, then lifetime value, right? So LTV, once they sign up for a subscription, the people who signed up just completely like on their own versus the people that signed up being like held, handheld into it. Is there any difference on the, how many months you stick around you kind of found? Yeah, absolutely. So um, before we started implementing some of these processes around following up and calling, we were getting like three and a half orders on frequency on average of the subscription. Since then, we've been able to bump that up to seven and a half. Oh, wow. So literally double double yeah. the amount of orders. And, that, and that's still climbing as we're, we're getting our processes and everything better. And what we found is this really interesting is, so our customer lifetime value for somebody that gets on a subscription now is like $1,200. It's really high. Um, and again, I think that just goes back to them having an amazing customer experience, but they're ordering seven and a half times. So they're, they're typically coming in and trying it once, not on a subscription. Uh, they love the product. So then they're getting rolled into a, we'll try to roll them to a subscription and then they'll take it for seven, eight months. And then usually they'll get too much product. They'll build up an excess because they've forgotten to take it. And then they'll call us and say, Hey, I don't want to be on a subscription anymore. Then they'll come back and order some more because at, on a one times because they still like the product they just had built up in excess because they weren't taking it regularly enough. So we're working on solving that problem on the reminders and everything to get them to take it. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, we're seeing really high. Like once we can convert them to subscription where they're getting in regular, the customer lifetime value is uh, almost like 3x as opposed to somebody that never gets signed up on there. Yeah, and that really enables you guys at that point to just up your marketing budget now, right? If you're getting 1200 verse before, um, what did you say? It was, let's say 300. You, you can't, if you're only getting 300 LTV, you can't spend more than 300 to acquire that customer. But now for 500, you're still guessing pretty profitable. So you could spend drastically more and 
even with cogs drastically more and still come out way on top and be able to pay for all those support, you know, uh, customer service reps at that point. That's right. Yeah, they're they're all. I mean, they make us, you know, the, the money and the calculations for the when you get a really good customer service rep that cares. Um, you start building those customers for life, and then those customers actually start recruiting and bringing in their friends. I mean, we have we have some customers that have brought in twenty and thirty people, and it's like almost at that point you become like multi level marketing. I mean, we would you know never become the MLM, but you get those kind of fanatics in the business when you create those amazing customer experiences for people, where they're like, oh well this has been so good for me. And they start like bringing their friends in and saying, Oh, you, you know, this is my rep. Like it, they almost become like family and they're talking and asking questions. And they're like, you need to deal with this person. Cause this is, this is our, our rep. And we, um, one of the, the things that we do here is like, we have reviews all over the office, like up on the walls, we'll put them up on the screens and they come into Slack every single day with the customer reviews. So we've gotten now several thousand on Trustpilot reviews, 4.9, which is, I think, I mean, that's pretty much the highest you can possibly get, uh, average 4.9 stars. And um, we'll also treat it because a lot of the customers will write in and say, I had the best experience with, you know, Charles or with Reggie or with somebody. So that's almost like a badge of honor. We'll, we'll take some of those reviews and like print them out, um, do some cool vinyl and like stick them on the wall, the customer service rep's office and stuff, because it's it's nice, right? It's like a personal thing because they um, they created a, a great experience for that person. Yeah, I was know every time we get a good review here, posted in the group, and everyone kind of looks at it, gives yeah. it a thumbs up, and you know, it, people. I don't think people realize how much that counts too. In both sides, right? Like if you're the the buyer and you do that, like people, it actually kind of matters. So you hear so much, like there's so many people that are having a tough day and they're kind of ragging on you, and then you get this good review, and it's like, oh wow, this is actually like you know, really lifts you up. It's surprising. Yeah. Um, what we're doing is making a difference. And, yeah. and I say like those reviews are like the gas, um, that keeps the engine running because as those are, are, those are flowing in, you start to realize, man, like every interaction I have with a customer, every order can, can be one of those reviews. Like it can make a big difference in that person's life and their health. When you were mentioning kind of working with support reps at care, how do you actually find that? Cause you hear a lot of people, right? Like, outsource support, you know, these little, um, you can hire teams to like answer your chat. And a lot of people use that. It's super popular, right? Where like they'll 24 seven live chat, outsource it to someone who, you know, basically is just looking at the website to try to figure out the answer. And if they can't find it, you know, so be it. So how do you go from like that extreme to the extreme you're talking about of having like four dedicated people and actually get people who care? We poach them. <laughs> so, uh, I have one that I can think of. That's a great example was, um, one of our customer service reps would go to, um, was at the grocery store and consistent, like regularly, like the one right by her house. And regularly this lady would like provide her with just amazing experience the grocery store always go extra hey can i carry this out hey if you know did you know about this did you know like we've got this this coupon does it da, 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 da. and she kept telling us she's like this this lady like at the grocery store is providing this incredible experience i think she would be a great rep for here so we hired her um and she's awesome because it's just in their nature they're you know those people are like they want to serve they want to give they want to go above and beyond it's really hard to teach that and train that but when we see it out in the out in the wild um, and I think that we've done that with like three people now. It's like if they're doing it somewhere else, 
And when you have that experience somewhere else, whether it's in a movie theater or a restaurant or something where somebody always like that person is going above and beyond, you can tell like they want to do things with excellence. They're going to do that everywhere, right? That's, that's just, that's who they are. And so we're like, ah, want to come work with us? So coaching the grocery store. Yeah, man. Or wherever, wherever, wherever you're getting great, you know, from a, from a restaurant or from, uh, anywhere that, um, that you're having somebody serve, if they provide you the great experience, then start talking to them about coming to, you know, a better opportunity and working with you and providing, you know, and be like, we reward that. We love that. Our culture's all about that. Um, do you want to come work somewhere where you're like really appreciated and uh, encouraged and challenged to do those things? What do you say to those people though? They're like, yeah, but my product is special and like they need to have a lot of industry experience and like they really need to like be into my whatever niche. Um, you know, we need to find people that are like into whatever they're selling. How do you kind of respond to that? You're asking like people that would say, well, that doesn't work because you need like product experts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think it's way easier to train knowledge on a product. So, we have some people here that are extremely knowledgeable about the product. So it's very easy if something gets like really technical to say, Hey, you know, we've got a, we've got an expert here that I could transfer you to, but 90% of those questions that people are going to ask because they're going to be, they're going to be new. They're going to be like, Oh, I want to know this, this, and this. So we've got a hundred questions on our product. Once you know those hundred, you're going to be able to answer almost every question for someone. And then we do a lot of continuing education, but we don't, uh, we don't put somebody on the phone talking with customers for almost three months. Usually when we bring them into training, it's like a long process. Like, Hey, you need to learn this, 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 and this. Once they learn that and learn the product, um, they can, they can answer a lot of those questions and man, people, uh, if they know that you care and you know that they're you're trying to take care of them, um, they're really going to be, I think, have a lot more grace and leniency, you know, for that, as opposed to somebody who just knows a bunch of stuff and doesn't know how to effectively communicate that. Um, so I think you can you can teach the product knowledge in our case so much faster. It's not like rocket science. Um you know, where it's a huge gap um, of knowledge. But I can teach that really quick, the product knowledge, but I can't teach somebody how to care and serve and love the customer that quick. Yeah, no, that's a good point. What do you do around training, though? So it takes three months, kind of interested, over three months. And now if calling, are they like shadowing someone else or what are they doing to get ramped up? Yeah. So they'll start taking, um, support, you know, they'll, they'll study. So we have some courses that they'll study. We have some books that they'll go read. We have a lot of videos and trainings that we've recorded over the years that they'll watch about the product. Uh, a lot of the website stuff that they'll read, they'll go through a lot of past and common support tickets and look at the way that we kind of answer them. Then they'll shadow people. They'll listen in on calls and then we'll, we'll, we'll bring them in just depending on how quick that person gets spun up, but we can bring them in as quick as, you know, three, four weeks to where they're able to answer tickets, you know, email correspondence and tickets, um, pretty quickly so they can do those. But until they're really ready and, and we do practice calls and all that stuff with them, 
until they're really ready to communicate. Cause it's one thing knowing the knowledge and being able to look it up and kind of copying paste it and having the time, you know, to go in there and answer the tickets versus like, man, if I'm on the phone with somebody, I'm placing their order over here on this screen. And then I'm over here, you know, trying to talk to them and answer their question and get their information. They're telling me their name and their address while they're also saying, but what is the baby glue can do? So you really got to have like, it's, it's just a lot of practice before you can get efficient at, at doing all those things at once. Yep. I like that. That's yeah. It's one of those things too. If you're doing the initial over email, you basically get the same questions except with more time yeah. to answer them. So everything's exactly, exactly the same. And, and live chat, live chat. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's just yeah. ramp up we'll in the jump. speed, right? So start with email to the, the least synchronous. Go to live chats, slightly, slightly more synchronous. Then go to phone, and now you're like, yeah. Now you're working yeah. real time. Just throw them out there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Did you? So you said this was in the DNA of the company. How did you guys start this originally? Like what? Was this like, was there a brick and mortar or like, where did this start to actually be like this type of setup? Yeah, so there was never a brick and mortar. It's always been online, which is great. When I started working here at the very end of 2010, I was actually just the IT guy. I was here to help. And then I, I um, was updating the website and would do all the tech stuff here for a couple of years. But the business was really, all the leads were coming in from an influencer who had written a book and was driving a ton of people uh, into the business and saying, hey, I've researched a ton of immune system products. This one's, I used to recommend this one. I found a better one. Here's the best one. And here is the place to buy it. And actually he would say, go to their website or call them. And he put the number in the book. So that's why we were getting so many phone calls because people like they can't click the link in the book, but they would just bother yeah, it's a paper book. Okay, yeah. Wow. Okay. So I just pick up the phone and call and that's kind of how it all, you know, that's, that's where it started. And we're just like, we've always been used to just a lot of people calling in and want to talk and, uh, and do that. So we've just, we've just focused on it cause we've realized, Hey, it works. We had, okay. Yeah. So you got that experience early on of some users calling in. So, and then you're like, Oh, these seem better, better customers. Let's focus on these people. Yeah. Yeah. Once you can have a conversation with somebody, they realize you're a real person and that, you know, you've got knowledge of the product and you can explain, like you were talking about those objections. You can overcome those objections because even if they buy, they may still have those. Um, And then they may take it once and be like, eh, but man, if you can overcome those objections with them right there in the beginning, they, they can become customers for life. Yeah. So actually kind of different gifts. You're talking about you guys, how recently do you go to subscriptions versus one time uh two and a half years ago okay we started focusing on subscriptions yeah okay and what was kind of that progression like and how did you actually do that because i feel like a lot of people a lot of people want that um and some products like obviously what you guys have actually like make sense other ones people are just kind of like jamming in a you know like this thing that you don't really need every week but they just want to give you something um yeah, your product makes sense for that. But how did you kind of go from that one time? Because that's a tough transition. It was, and I had um, a conversation with someone um, who runs a marketing company here in Atlanta called Springbot. His name is Brooks, and we were at an event, and I started talking to him about the business and where we wanted to go. And um, he had, you know, a very successful big exit from a company before, so. He was talking to me about valuation and multiples and EBITDA and all the stuff that I had no idea at the time what it was. And he was like, you know, you really need to focus your business on subscriptions. And I was like, 
okay, you know, that makes sense. And he's like, um, because when it's time for valuation, you can get like a 10x multiple versus like a 1x on your one-time sales. And that's all I needed to hear. I was like, oh, okay. So the company's 10 times more valuable if I've got subscription revenue. He's like, yep. And I was like, okay. So from that conversation, not realizing it, you know, at the, at the time. And then now fast forward, I was like, okay, how do we get subscription? So we tried to do it on Magento, couldn't pull it off. Um, it was just very cumbersome, difficult, clunky. I had actually helped a friend of mine on Shopify with recharge due subscriptions. And it, we built the whole thing ourselves in like two weeks, as opposed to when we were on Magento hiring out an agency and doing all this stuff. And it just never really worked well. So I was like, we're switching to Shopify uh, just for this. So we switched over, got it built, started it. And then everything from, from, and even now, we just point everything. We reward customers who have subscriptions with more loyalty points. We're talking to them on the phone. Emails that go out are really focused on, you know, subscriptions. So just everything is pointing that direction. We give a, we give pretty big discounts for people that jump on subscriptions. So everything and every incentive is, is pointed in that direction. What kind of discounts? So, and it's been slow. Kind of uh, yeah, anywhere from like 15 to 20%. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. The nice part with that too, is, you know, every month, you know, I have to order X number of products. Like you're not, it's not such wild swings, basically. Like you're not going to have one really bad month where you're like, oh, orders just kind of like crash. Like you're always going to have that base. You know, that base is there. And obviously people churn out, you said in what, seven months, but like, you know that. And on average, that's your average. And you just know, all right, we're going to have X. We're going to have on average, most likely about X starting next month, we at least order that. You can look, then you can look, and I'm guessing that the one-time sales is now getting to be a smaller percentage each month of the total. Price. Yeah, it's it's been 100 to 80 to 70, and now it's about 50-50. Okay. And as that gets smaller, then yeah, it's so easier, 50%. right? So you know you have 50 that you guarantee, and then you have the other 50 that's like your wiggle room. And if they don't, and if something goes wrong on the other 50, right, you can always just use it for the subscriptions next month because they're not that perishable. Yeah, that's right. We have a five-year shelf life on the product, so stock up. And it's just really helped also with forecasting inventory, which I know you know know about. Yeah, no, I'm, but, but I'm happy to hear more about it. So kind of you guys started, how, like, how did that help? Let's kind of go into that. Oh, I mean, just, just knowing, you know, the, the growth rate of the subscriptions and knowing what's what's coming and how many people are dropping off and, you know, how much product you're going to need and uh, and want and guaranteed it's just really nice to know over the next three months we're going to need you know x because this plus growth it's it's stable and we always make sure we you know there's been a couple of times where we've run out of product because of production but we've always had a reserve amount for our subscribers so that's one of the benefits we advertise like you never run it you know is if we can get product anywhere you get first priority on it. So our subscribers have never run out, even though we've been out of product before. We couldn't sell any more to the one-time people. We'll cut it off and drop it off the website and say out of stock, but we'll continue to ship the subscriptions with the remaining inventory. Oh, that is very cool. Do you guys run your own warehouse to do this or is it all kind of 3PL? We did We did actually up until January of this year and we outsourced to a, a fulfillment center in Denver called QuickBox that does nothing but uh, supplements. Yep. 
So that was really important for us for a lot of the FDA rules and regulations around shipments and how things were handled and how we, we knew all the painful processes that we had to go through doing it ourselves. And one of the reasons we didn't want to outsource it because a lot of 3PLs, like they just, they don't care about those things. They treat it like any other, you know, product. Um, but we found a company that literally just does supplements. So they were very familiar, did the process even better than we did. And so we felt like, okay, now it's time to, to let go of this. Yeah. That's one interesting thing about a 3PL that I think most people don't realize at first for whatever type of product you're selling, there's some 3PL out there that does that thing. And they like, that's all they do. And like, so if you sell them like, oh, it has to be like frozen and like 63 degrees and like delivered by plane, they're like, yeah, that's all we do. And there's like one 3PL that does exactly that. And like I was talking yeah. to someone the other day that does like TVs and you're like, that's all you do? And like, yeah. they're like, yeah, that's we specialize in TV, like, you know, large, yeah. like the shape of the object. And like, they just, they can, the shelving is like different and they're like, that is weird, but okay. And you start to yeah, realize awesome, right? if, yeah. if you sell, if you sell that type of product, it's great. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the neat part. Cause like you look at the list of three PLs and you talk to this complete aside, but you're like, well, how do I pick? Cause there's many of them just like, even just, we're talking like the lower 48, there's quite a few of them, but if you actually start digging in, they all do this general ones, but most of them do something different and you just got to figure out what that something in it is. And is it your something? Yeah. Very yeah, cool. absolutely. Any kind of last tips you could share or um, anything? If someone's kind of sitting at home and they listening, uh, and they want to get a little, and they're kind of curious and they want to get a little more customer servicey, what would you kind of recommend? Um, there's a great book called Customer Service Revolution. And um, I've read this book. I'm going to tell you the, the author of it just a second here. But I have read it several times. Our whole team's gone through it, but uh, it's by DeJulius, John R. DeJulius. And I would say if you're really looking to up the customer service game in your business, that's a great place to start. Um, his his group has helped Starbucks and a lot of these these brands that are known for customer service. So I would start there. We've also taken our team and done training at the Ritz-Carlton knowing that like they provide the best customer service. They're actually like the people that train Chick-fil-A. And uh, <clears throat> so there's a lot of brands out there that do customer service really well and they train on those things. So taking some of those nuggets and plugging them in. And then one of the great tips that we've got actually from the Ritz-Carlton was for systems and processes, if you're looking to implement those, is looking at some of these like companies that do these huge awards uh, for like the best customer service um, companies out there, the ones that actually give the awards to say, hey, Ritz-Carlton won this da-da-da-da award. Looking at their criteria of what qualifies and just reverse engineering those into processes in your business is, is, a, is a nice little tip, right, that you can just take and use and be like, oh, well, what qualifies these things? How do they judge? Well, we're just going to build a process to make sure we do that great. I like that. Yeah. It's one of those things, whatever you're trying to do, it's nice. It's usually helpful. You just find someone who's already done it and it's usually completely adjacent, has nothing to do with what you're doing. Just like, obviously the Ritz Carlton is not your competitor, but you just find them and just say, you know what, let's just like copy half of that because they've already done it. They have the model. It's working like Starbucks. It's working. Obviously they're doing well. Let's just take a bunch of those. We're going to borrow a few of those ideas and just 
do them. So you're not just like starting on a blank piece of paper. You're taking what's already working and just bringing it into your business. I love that concept. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. That's super helpful, Reggie. Uh, anything kind of want to plug? Any kind of links we can leave here real quick? Uh, would love for all your listeners to check out betterwayhealth.com. That's our company, our product. We sell the highest quality beta-glucan on the market. Helps make your immune system smarter, better, faster, stronger. So anybody with an immune system, which is everybody, needs the product. Okay. That's my plug. Let's do it. I will leave a link in the show notes. Thank you very much for coming on today. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you, Charles.